0: Welcome to today's episode of the Business Meets Fitness podcast with your host Lauren Tickner and guys I am so excited about this episode today because my friend Zach is coming on and Zach is most commonly known as the flexible dieting lifestyle and if you haven't heard of him before it's very likely that you will have seen one of his Instagram posts because his Instagram posts are just delicious looking. All of his food looks so incredible and you would never believe that it is all perfectly healthy. I mean, it's all macro-friendly and if you guys who are listening don't know what macros are and don't know what tracking macros is, then it is essentially tracking your calorie intake and tracking your protein, carbs and fats. So Zach basically makes recipes which are super low calorie or high protein or just what we call macro-friendly, which means they are filling, they are delicious, but they don't have the massive calorie hit that something like a big old cookie from Starbucks may have. So, Zach's incredible and you may have seen on my YouTube channel I did a full day of eating while I was in Los Angeles just recently, so that was in um, November with Zach and we did this full day of eating and oh my gosh, like it was just so delicious, the stuff he makes and he made this massive cake and it only had like 200 calories in or something, so Anyway, I love his stuff so much, and guys, I basically he's given me a special code that you guys can use to get ten percent off your order of one of his ebooks. And honestly, like they are so worth it. I got them before I ever even met Zach. I used to just follow him, and now I think it's really cool. Well, actually, we followed each other, and then I got access to like his his um. His, I I went on his uh, subscription site. And was like using his recipes and stuff but being able to have him make them for me was just really cool but you can make them just as well by yourself you just gotta simply follow the instruction book and yeah it's super easy so make sure you're listening all the way until the end to get that special discount because trust me it's worth it it's a nice discount and seriously like just I would buy the flipping book anyways even if I didn't have the discount but I'm lucky enough that Zach has given me access anyways but yeah really cool so on that note let's get into it let's get this episode started and please do remember if you do like the business meets fitness podcast and if you're enjoying this please take a screenshot right now share it on your instagram story tag me my username is now lauren tickner it is no longer lauren fitness the days are gone so tickner is spelled t-i-c-k-n-e-r so yeah, it's Tickness Tips, Tickness is my surname, my surname is no longer Lauren Fitness and um, anyway, let's get this episode rolling, please share, tell a friend, do what you know you should be doing to help the Business Meets Fitness podcast grow. Hello Zach, welcome to today's episode of the Business Meets Fitness podcast, I'm so excited to have you on, Zach is a good friend of mine and so I just thought it'd be nice if you could just introduce yourself between two to five minutes, you know, Tell,
1: tell us about yourself. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. So my name is Zach Rushlow. Uh, That's how you, you say it. I
0: always wonder.
1: <laughs> I was wondering why you were never going to say my last name. Uh, but <laughs> we, uh, I run a popular Instagram account called The Flexible Dieting Lifestyle. That's probably where most of you have seen me before. Uh, we also have FlexibleDietingLifestyle.com. And those are our two, and then we have the YouTube page, which we started not to like about six months ago, and we just hit—we're about to hit twenty-three thousand awesome. on on YouTube. So, uh, we're we're trying to be everywhere right now, providing value. And so, if you looked at my Instagram page, it would look like a glorified Gmail page, and um, I mean, it's really what it does. But that's the beauty of it. So, I started that page because I knew how important macros were. I loved food. And like with most people, when they get into and they realize, oh my gosh, if I hit these certain amount of macros, I can reach my goals. But what usually happens is, and this is something that I'm going to be covering in in future uh, content, but the difference between if it fits your macros in flexible dieting
0: yeah I, no, it's, it's
1: completely different it's uh it's so, so different it's so different so when somebody usually comes into when they learn about macros they're if it fits your macros and they abuse it and they try and fit in as much low quality not micronutrient dense foods possible but it leads them to lead like to actually an, an over food focused Mentality yeah. it leads them to actually be very inconsistent with their macros because they mm-hmm. try to fit these foods in, but then they go over all the time because they're As hungry. As you
0: saying this, I'm literally like, this is literally what I was like to you. <laughs> that crazy. was the definition of me. It's so me
1: funny. too, me too. <laughs> oh, and um, when you go in that progression, though, you realize, man, like, if I want to have a lot of these foods, like, they just don't fit very well. Uh, depending on how your goals are at that time. But one thing I realized was, okay, maybe if I remake them, I can fit them in. Um, so I went all over the internet. I bought some recipe books. I'm not going to say whose recipe books I bought. <laughs> uh, and everything was terrible. It was so bad. And so I was like, I got to try my best and do it on my own. Yeah. And so fast forward a year and a half, this is where we are today. And you see my page, and we just had one of our most successful Launch well we did have our most successful launch by five times uh, we've ever done yeah so amazing. it's super cool, super yeah. cool. i'm I'm yeah. super excited it's just giving people a new giving people better tools For so sure. like to hit your macros there's a so many factors so it's not as simple as just hitting your macros and mm-hmm. need to be able to do it consistently and do it all the time like it it, it you need to have better tools and so When I have a craving or when anybody has a craving, I want them to have a book that they can open up and it has close to 300 recipes and they can literally find anything that tackles their craving, thus leading to sustainability, thus leading to less stress, thus leading them to a healthier lifestyle.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely awesome and I love the way that you totally saw the gap in the market and filled it and you you literally did exactly that. And I think it's really cool because I think you're probably one of the only people out there who are actually making, well, I don't know, I mean, I haven't tried too many, but I know having tried your recipes and having experienced them handmade, freshly by you, that they are absolutely delicious. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I did make the protein cake today you know I messaged you yesterday but, yeah. um okay so I made it and the batter I ended up eating like half of the batter before I put <laughs> it in the oven but I'm such an idiot and I always do this with food but I burnt it but I oh, still ate it anyway it still tastes it's still okay good, yeah
1: you know. no, it's okay like <laughs> uh, uh, hey yeah. as long as it tastes good that's <laughs> see, the biggest thing I tell people is you don't have to make it look as pretty as mine. No. Just as long as it tastes good, that's all I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the beauty. And when you cook with anything that is protein based, you have to be very cautious of you <laughs> yeah. want to be undercooked rather than overcooked.
0: That's true. Uh, that's
1: you always want to err on the side of caution.
0: That's true. Well, I mean, I used to be a, a food person like you, didn't I? But my recipes were never as good as yours, apart from like sometimes I hit home with the brownies. But other than that, they just weren't quite the same. But um, I just want to backtrack a little bit and talk about, you know how you actually got into this healthy lifestyle and wanting to track your macros because it's not something that people typically tend to fall into as their first thing did you ever go through kind of the whole clean eating phase and realize oh my god i can't do this he's nodding (laughs) so yeah what was your story with that
1: yeah so um believe it or not i played college basketball it paid for my college education uh I, during my sophomore year of college, I tore what's called your ileus tendon in my hip. So this was only the third case in the history of the United States where I'm from of this ever <laughs> happening. So it was no just a free thing. Yeah. I was in a wheelchair for over a month. I didn't run for over a year. Oh uh, and just like that, my college basketball career was over and I was at a just a turning point in my life. I needed to figure out. Uh, up until that point, I was known as two things. I was known as Zach, the basketball player, and Zach, the guy who liked to party and was <laughs> voted the biggest flirt in high school. So, uh,
0: oh my gosh, yeah. I do see it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was uh, that was me, and I was in a wheelchair, and I was like, well. I'm not Jack the basketball player anymore. Like, and that was kind of part of my, my super, like everybody has their own little superpowers. Like that's, that was something that I was known for. And I had to figure out what my direction in life was going to be then. And it was like one of those things where like, I don't, I don't know, I don't push my faith on anybody, but I know there's always these turning points in your life and God puts these perceived setbacks in your life. And it's how you view them and you find the silver lining and, and they end up actually being the best things that ever happened to you. Mm. And for me personally, this was the turning point in my life that sent me on the direction I am today. And so I wanted to figure out how to bulletproof anybody from these freaky injuries. I realized how important strength training was, mobility, movement, nutrition, sleep, everything involved with performance, I immersed myself in it. And I was so deep in my economics major, so I um, was so deep in that. so I, I ended up reading nutritional textbooks and um, all, any anatomy physiology books in my free time. Uh, and because I loved it so much, it was me Just selfishly like me. trying to solve a problem for myself. Yeah, it's crazy. It's awesome, I love it. And especially
0: when you're then, at uni, you have all the resources right at your fingertips.
1: It's right there. <laughs> it's right there. And uh, I had to take a hiatus of not being the yes man anymore, being able to learn how to say no. I didn't have any education in it. From my previous schools, they just saw my line of work and what I had done, which is really. Like a you, you get a mentor that's on Wall Street and you pretty much become their mentee and you literally they're, you're making six figures right off the bat, right mm-hmm. off the bat. But I had friends that were doing it and they, they hated their lives, hated it. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to do it. So I graduated from school and I actually started my first business out of the backyard of my parents' house. I swallowed my ego and, uh, I started training local athletes back home, uh, for about a month and a half. And then the, the city, where I live actually found me. Uh, They asked me to be the head trainer at their new facility they had just built. So I worked out a deal with them, built that up fast forward uh, a year after that. I built my own facility uh, about a 5,000 square foot state of the art sports performance and online coaching facility. So literally when I say online coaching, we were taking the online coaching space and bringing it to the gym setting. And I was training a bunch of big name CEOs and things like that. So while I was doing all that, I was learning about macros and all that kind of stuff. And it became like, wow, like this is it. Like this is so important, so important. And then I went through this whole progression. And on the side, I was making recipes and starting to share them on my Instagram page. And it started taking off. And I was doing this in one to two hours a day whenever I was training. Like we're, like that business I built was amazing. It was It's still doing well uh, kind of ruined the story. I sold it, but, um, it's still doing so well. And I was training clients, like literally not at the gym. I was training clients eight to 10 hours a day. Ooh. And I would have a little break of two hours in between my day where I would run home, make something and create content for my Instagram page. And I did that for over a year.
0: Wow. And
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, it was like it's it's a it was been a long process, and so mm-hmm. I, I built it up to where I told myself last uh, last Olympia. So not this September, the September before that mm-hmm. was my first fitness expo I'd ever been to, and I was having so many people come up to me and like be like, "Oh my gosh, so amazing!" Da, da, da. I was like, "Whoa, like what?" I'm like, "This is so cool," and so I told myself last September that I was going to figure out how to sell my gym in six months. So I didn't get reached my goal. I figured I got it in seven, but I ended up selling. Oh,
0: hello. Where, oh, hello. That That literally just cut out for like five minutes. No, not five minutes, for like a whole minute. Maybe just. Okay, let let me know. What was that about? about? about How you went to the Olympia and it was really cool because people recognized you. Yeah, so
1: I went to Olympia and like, people were like, oh my gosh, like I've been following your page. I'm like, whoa. Like, I was like, at that point, I think I had like 20,000 followers at the time, not Mm -hmm. a lot. And so I ended up, creating my own that was like right before I launched my first recipe book so back in July of that year I've been getting questions all the time like create your own recipe book I'm like I don't know how to do that so I just googled and I figured it out yeah and I put out like the most basic recipe book ever with my recipes in there it was just it just pretty much was something holding my recipes and a way for me to get them out there it was 70 of them and I ended up I think I sold it for 12 dollars or something like that. And uh, fast forward to the end of the year of 2016, I had generated over 100 and I think it was 115 thousand dollars worth of sales in nice. books. And so I just, I just made the book better and better and better. And by the end of the year, I had sold over 115 thousand I mean, dollars worth of copies of my book. And wow. that's when it was like, "Whoa, this is aha moment because in, in a gym setting, I had to be there training somebody with the yeah. book. I can let my creative be the variable, and I don't have to be tied to somebody's paying me uh, to be there at their that time like I didn't like that. I'm a creative, I like to be creative whenever I want to be creative mm-hmm. and yeah. and so that was like something that fascinated me and so Now what we're doing is so much bigger than I could have ever imagined. And uh, with this last launch we just had this past weekend, it's just like this huge moment of just like another chapter and just um, it's just, you just got to put your head down. Like that's the biggest thing. Like I put my head down when I was 20, I'm 26 now. So like, I, like it it just takes time. You're not going to know the answer at first. Like you're just going to, you're going to, fail but you just learn from don't ever do the same don't fail twice Mm -hmm. like don't Mm -hmm. fail the same thing twice learn from it get better learn fail learn fail
0: i agree so you'll you'll get to where you want to go I always say, you never lose, you learn. I think that is just so, is so true. And I just think everything that you've done, like, is so cool. I mean, obviously, a lot of people will look at your page and they'll probably just think, "Oh, he's he's an influencer. Like, he sells loads of guides and stuff." But you're not, you're not just like an influencer. You're very much a businessman. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I respect that so much and I find it so cool. But I have a question for you. Do you find it hard to distinguish yourself between being an influencer and being a businessman? So th- the time that you spend, like, obviously, you are you are the brand as well.
1: Um, like, I see it. I love it. I love the mm-hmm. pressure of it. And there is pressure. For because- sure. Because there's not that, that a lot of business owners can just hide behind their team. Um, being the, I think it gives us so much more opportunity to grow because we are actually putting a face to a brand. Mm-hmm. Like in reality, you see a company like Nike. They're probably going to die here soon because there's no face to brand. I don't know who that person is, uh, but somebody like Gymshark Like Ben's becoming, Ben wasn't the face for the longest time, but now he's becoming that because in real time, people don't, they don't buy what you do or how you do it. They buy the person behind it. They buy the why. Like, and so if, if somebody sees me in the trenches and we're in, we're, we're a company that is a, uh, at least a half a million dollar company we're projected to generate, between six and $750,000 in revenue this year. Awesome. Um, but they see me still answering. Sorry. They see me still answering DMs and comments and, and being so engaged with the audience and, mm-hmm. and, and reading everybody's, like, just they see me in the trenches. That's everything. Yeah. That's yeah. everything. So we have a huge opportunity with a lot of pressure. You can't hide anymore. If no. you're a bad person, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. <laughs> no fans so ha- no or buts. Like and if you're a great person and you're willing to work hard, you're gonna win. And that's right. the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. That's, uh, that's like people are scared of this. I'm like, no, like if you're a good person, you're scared because you're hiding something. It's kinda like when somebody has a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they're scared to give their significant other their phone. I'm like, well, what are you hiding? Like yeah. I don't like you shouldn't have anything that you're hiding. And that's that. And that's the same feeling that you should feel with your, with your social media right now. If you're a good person and you're willing to work hard, you're going to win. Simple as that.
0: No, I agree for sure. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting to see kind of in the years to come, um, how the whole transparency of everything is going to kind of affect that image and stuff. So for people who are maybe thinking about starting a business, and all that. Firstly, do you, do you, would you say then having a personal brand alongside that is something that's going to be incredibly valuable to them?
1: Uh, absolutely. I think starting your personal brand is an easy way to test out ideas. Mm. So um, one thing with my mentorship group is I get them to really, really understand their personal why. Okay. So what is this big thing that you want to, what, like, if I had a group of 10 people in front of me, what is the end result that I would want to teach them? Or what is something that is like, governed my life that has helped me become so much better. And so how can you share that with them? Okay, that's number one. And then you get very concrete on what this person looks like. How, how many kids do they have kids? Or what you, how old are they? Or uh, where do they live? And you're just being very concrete, speaking their language, providing value to that person. And then, so then you become focused on the idea of building a thousand true fans. That's your first goal. And there's an uh, amazing article by Kevin Kelly that went viral. It was made all the way back in 2008, but he wrote about the idea of a thousand true fans. And that's all you really need. You need a thousand true fans that give you on average a hundred dollars a year, and you're making six figures. That's <laughs> it. Like that doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. And It's, it's amazing that you can truly change your life with a thousand people people think you need this huge following, but no, you just need to go deeper rather than wider. So what I would focus on is becoming more valuable. So look at yourself, how do you provide value and then creating a personal brand that just documents and shares your life and all the value that you have, not being scared to share every aspect of your life, being vulnerable. And just being yourself because people will start asking the same questions over and over and over again. You take note of that because you're in the trenches answering every single one of them. And then you ask or you already have the data to create something that solves that problem for them. Because if you get asked it over and over again, more times than not, there's so many other people that are having that same issue and you can solve that problem for them
0: yeah that's right. It's all about solving problems, you know finding that gap and finding what people want and just you know supplying supplying their demands for their demand um so you mentioned um you were saying about like finding your why and saying what is the one thing that made you better? What would you say is for you
1: the so what my why is yeah. Uh, it's evolved over time. So like my first thing was whenever I first started FTL was just giving people the recipes that never had them feel the need to cheat on their diet. Mm. So that was the first thing because I was seeing the, the binge restrict, binge restrict, sure. repeat process over and over again. And so if I can have somebody have a craving, but then be able to solve that craving with a macro-friendly recipe, and then be able to stay on their diet and then feel more positive about themselves and then lose the weight and then keep it off. And then it translates to every other aspect of their lives. That's big. So it creates that combat compounding effect. But now it's becoming so it's much
0: become bigger for you. Now. It's
1: way bigger. <laughs> because you, you see as nutrition as that first domino for most people it is because it's still that big elephant in the room that people still don't understand. But once they get that, the freedom that you can have is unbelievable. The freedom that no matter what my life looks like, I'm in control because we want to be in control. That's this how we are. Mm-hmm. And if you can control the one thing that most people cannot control, you can control anything. And mm-hmm. once you have that and you have that freedom, your mind opens up to all the other aspects of your life that once were seemed hard or you didn't understand, because now you can understand the biggest thing that most people don't understand. And then you take the limits off yourself. And then the sky's the limit. It's you see what I'm saying? Like, you just just don't know, like, like, because nutrition is hard. It is hard. But when you can truly understand it, you understand how it fuels all other aspects of your life.
0: No, I, I honestly couldn't agree more. I've always been much more drawn to everything about nutrition rather than training. I don't know. It's just interested me more. And I think that the whole kind of behavior behind it all as well is just absolutely fascinating in the way it kind of impacts your body. It's just like all an endless chain and it's so fascinating. But it's, I also love what you're doing because a lot of people don't find it interesting and so you just simplify it for them. Because, like, if people want to find out more from you, then they can. But if they don't, if they're not interested and they just want the recipes, then they, they can have that too. So, I mean, That's I know it. you and I could talk for hours about all this. But I think for now, I mean, I know that you're very kind of, we can have like really deep conversations. And I mean, I'm down. You, I know, but I just, I find that so fascinating. And I mean, how did you get like that? Did you, was it some books that you read or, or just the way that you've grown up having studied economics and all that? I mean, I know you were saying you were like a player or whatever at college because you wouldn't typically think that a guy like that would maybe be so spiritual and so deep. You in just,
1: thinking. so I've always been able, and I can thank my dad for this. My dad's always had charisma and charm and I've been able to get that from him. And I've always been competitive and I've always obviously liked to do the things that I felt natural and they were good. So growing up, what were two things that really came natural to me was, well, obviously my intuition's always been very good but it was also human interaction. So I've always been very good within the first five minutes of meeting anybody, understanding how they want to be communicated to and how I can change my personality to fit that person. Okay. And so as you can see, I abused that my most of my early life because (laughs) I was able to use that to win the game which was getting girls like that was it. Like it was a game. It yeah. really was. And that's what it, it was like, like, just like basketball. It was just like, okay, um, can I score? But like, really like, <laughs>
0: no, there's books on it. There's books yeah. on how like, uh, dating and getting good at dating is just like business. And yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so true. And, 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 but, but I realized And this was the realization that really hit me was whenever I did have this surgery, uh, I had a mentor of mine. He was actually a priest at the university that I went to. He he said to me, Zach, he's like, I know you are so unbelievably talented, but I want you to think of your life right now. He's like, I know you want to have a big family. I know you value kids. I see you how you are when you're around them. He said to me, Zach, what would your future wife think of what you're doing right now? what would your future daughter think of what you're doing right now? Would you tell your son to live this way? And I was like, Whoa, I was like, this is very uncomfortable. Like the feeling like that I had in my stomach, I never want to have that feeling again. Yeah. And so my life now has taken a turn since I was 20 is my mindset over anything else. And that's where it gets to my, why that's much bigger than just food Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Was I wanted to live a life that my future wife, my future kids both looked at and were like so unbelievably grateful and happy to be a part of. And they felt lucky to be able to be a part of that. And I want to feel lucky to be a part of their lives. And so I wanted to, like, for example, like this is like this being super transparent. Like I'm saving myself for my future wife. I haven't done anything physical like that since I was 20. So that was a moment I've been all in with a lot of things in my life. As you can Mm -hmm. see, when I set my mind to something, I can really, um, really, really like my, my family has a, is addictive mentality. So like we, we have addiction, in our family, it's either good or bad. And I try to turn that addiction into something good. And so, I think about my my future wife and I think about my future kids. I want to build something so special that they're proud, but also something so special that allows me to be present at all times. And that is a big thing. And so any why in between there helps facilitate that big overarching why.
0: Wow. Listening to you speak makes you just think in your head, imagine if everybody thought like this because... Would in the world be such a better place? It's an insane. It
1: would be. It would be amazing. Like it's if everybody amazing. if everybody was focused on that mentality right there, but oh, then sh- also trying to what if we all had this fifty one you you're familiar with, this fifty one forty nine mentality. Like mm-hmm. anytime I talk to you, I'm trying to provide fifty-one percent more like value and you're at forty nine. So we're constantly trying to to make each other better because we're trying to win the war of who's going to give more
0: For sure. and
1: that's the kind of war I want to win. Like that's yeah. the kind of war mm-hmm. I want to fight, but we're all focused on this, this, this like terrible mentality of like, take, 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 take. Mm-hmm. And, and not growing the pie, but rather than trying to take every single slice of the pie.
0: That's right. Yeah. And be, I remember we spoke about this before, kind of withholding information from others because you don't want them to know your secrets and all that. It's just like, yeah. no, just share, just share.
1: Just share. Yeah. If you live a, a good life, like what's, what's there to hide? Exactly. You want to share everything because then it, then it, then it makes the world a better place. Like if you withhold things, like I, 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 I don't think you're living a good life. I for think sure. uh, you're, you're not at, at all.
0: Exactly right. Well, I mean, I think that that has been awesome, Zach. And I mean, I've I've absolutely loved having you on. But I do want to have one last point, and that is what is to come. You're doing so much, and it's just amazing. And I have so much respect for it because you know it's it's incredible. You're actually making impacts in the world and doing what you absolutely love. So I'd love if you could share. What's coming next? Um, Zach and I, guys, are going to be setting up some sort of special discount for you guys who are listening today, so that you can get some exclusive discounts from the Business Meets Fitness podcast.
1: Hey! Um, <laughs> so, what we have next on the agenda is we got something really, really cool launching in January, so new year, something that's been in the works for over a year. I'm super excited about it's, um, it's gonna be really, really cool. And, uh, me and Lauren can talk about it a little bit off the podcast.
0: Yeah. But, I don't know what it uh, is. I'm like, I uh, need to know now. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we now. have that launching. We have uh, obviously future, future recipes that we'll have, and but it's becoming more, we're becoming a media company as well. Uh, so we're working with big brands, helping them run their social media in a way that tells their story, awesome. uh, the way it should be um and then we have what else do we i mean it's just our team's growing so fast yeah uh, we have a lot of um speaking i'm gonna be traveling a lot this next year doing a lot of uh keynotes um Amazing. around the country so that's another one uh, i have a big goal in 2018 i want to give a ted talk so that's that's something we're working on right now i'm awesome. um, trying to figure that out and then we will have physical products in 2000. 2018, yeah. so I'm very excited about that. A physical food product and physical other products. That's been a huge void that people have been asking for. So especially that's especially uh, in England.
0: One. Get them over in here. In England. Oh, and
1: and and we will be taking a three to four week trip to the UK.
0: Yay! gonna come see me and cook some
1: more Yes, we'll have a blast
0: oh yeah we will and i can show you how bad the english supermarkets are compared to the american ones oh but hey you i'm sure you'll enjoy it anyways okay awesome so i mean where can people find you you are everywhere Uh, but you know yes
1: so instagram just search the flexible dieting lifestyle uh you can find me on youtube flexible dieting lifestyle you can find uh well you can find just go on the website flexible dieting yeah and those were the three uh, i'll put it all
0: in the show notes as well for those who are listening so yeah amazing zach thank you so much for coming on and it has been an absolute pleasure i hope everyone who has listening has enjoyed it and i hope you've enjoyed being on
1: absolutely it's always a blast hanging out with you
0: Lauren Oh, right well next time it will be actually in person as well because you're coming over here so thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode I hope you liked it as much as I did I loved recording with Zach I think yeah he's so inspirational and he's such a cool guy I am so honored to be friends with him and everything he's doing is just really cool I love the way he's super passionate about everything he does and he's doing everything for the right reason, but anyway, as I promised at the beginning of the episode and halfway through when I was chatting with Zach, I do have a 10% off thing like discount code for his website. And you guys can guess what the discount code is it is Tickner so T I C K N E R. You just enter that at checkout, it doesn't matter if it's in capitals or lowercase, whatever. If you do try one and one doesn't work, then just try the other, but yeah the link to that and the link to all of Zach's info and all that shebang is in the description for this uh, podcast. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Please do share. And if you want to share the discount with a friend, that's awesome too. The recipes inside are seriously like insane. Like they are absolutely insane. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next episode.